is Dan Qualiana, Head of Developer Relations. Wanted to welcome you to the next version of our Zebra Developer Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Jolly. Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm fantastic. And we have Joe White, who is the General Manager of our Mobile Computer Division at Zebra Technologies. So, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Dan and Mark. Thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, you letting me join your podcast. Absolutely. So, Joe, um, we wanted to talk a lot about the whole Android portfolio. And probably two years ago in 2016, we started hearing a lot about migration to Android. So the Windows Mobile going end of life, end of service and support. Uh, Last year, I think we started seeing a, a a different type of messaging, and that was really seeing all the value-added features that are within the Android platform. And so as we're in 2018, we've seen a huge adoption of the Zebra Android portfolio, and the enterprise is starting to move towards Android. But in the warehouse, we've seen maybe a little more reluctance or a little slower adoption of Android. So can you give us a little more background on that and why you think that there's a slower adoption? Sure. Yeah. So, um, well, there's really two reasons for that. Let me let me kind of expand on them. Um, first one is, um, you know, um, you know, moving to Android just for the sake of moving OSs when you have something that works perfectly fine in your warehouse uh, today um, probably isn't a very compelling message. Meaning. Most of our customers move technologies or implement new technologies to drive business value, to drive incremental or step function performance in their operations. Um, So so really, truly speaking, if you're just saying that this is an OS move from Windows Mobile CE to Android, it's not a very compelling story for a lot of our warehouse customers. Um, Windows Mobile and CE work well, they're stable, they're reliable, they've had them in their operations for almost a decade. So, um, you know, um, I would say, I would say the, um, uh, the second point of that is, is uh, many of our customers today leverage a green screen um, terminal emulation session on their devices. And truly, with a terminal emulation session, there's limited capability that you can derive out of a new operating system. Um, you know, I often talk about Android as much more than just uh, an operating system change. It's really a shift in the paradigm to go from this kind of siloed, closed system architecture of a Windows Mobile to a very connected cloud mobile IoT sensing platform. And that's really what Android delivers you. And to really get the value out of that, you got to have more than green screen terminal emulation. So what have we done at Zebra to help with that adoption? Are we working with some of the WMS providers? Well, certainly we, we've, um, you know, at Zebra, we, we invested heavily in the technology early on. Um, if you look at our portfolio of devices, you look at uh, how many generations of Android product we've now put out there, and we've learned a lot throughout that time frame. Um, so certainly from a Zebra perspective, making significant investments to lead the market in uh, the adoption. Secondly, we've built purpose-built devices to really leverage the best of capability of Android. TC8000 is a radical departure from the MC9000, which has been the workhorse of, of the, uh, the space. There's no keys on it. That, that is a, that's a radical transformation. And those are significant investments we're making to really drive that thought leadership and advance the market. 
And it's not just about the device, it's really also about the application ecosystem around it. You know, I mentioned earlier, green screen is limited in what it can do. Well, I can do green screen on a TC-8000, maybe not as elegant as a keyboard-based solution, but I could certainly do that. The real value and benefit that our customers are gonna perceive out of this uh, transformation is really getting to an all-touch UI, getting to uh, a modern UI from a GUI interaction, a modern menu, um, which will drive efficiency and performance in their operations. So, um, so making the investments with the ISV community, uh, working with our developers to develop proof of concepts and capabilities out of it, and then uh, supporting and working with customers to implement the technologies. And, you know, our early adopters are seeing great success out of it. Yeah, and I guess some of the things we see when it's deployed into a warehouse, especially with the Millenniums now working in these areas, they're used to this technology, they're used to the, the all-touch, slightly different from the MC9090 with the stylus and a, um, a keyboard. So I guess there's things such as the training that gets improved, um, their, their interaction with it, their speed, um, and I guess we're helping collate that information and make, make it more visible to the shop floor so they can help make decisions? Yeah, remember the, um, the warehouse operations are going through transformations outside of just an OS. Sometimes as a device vendor, we live in our world and we don't recognize that there are transformations happening within warehouses today. You know, many of our retail customers serve B2B operations. They move cases and pallets between DCs and stores all within their own supply chain. The real transformation happening in warehouses today is going down to the eaches, the item level. They're now shipping item level to customers to their home, right? They're, they're shipping items to stores to be shipped or delivered to a customer um, through buy online, pick up in store or ship from store kind of operations. These are different operations. Our, our, our customers have never had that B2C kind of engagement model. So some of these form factors like the TC8000 and the modern UI and everything we put together really captures that use case in a better form factor than let's say the traditional MC9000, where in a B2B environment, um, if you think it through, um, they never had issues of misshipped items because the store would always capture it, right? In a B2C environment, if you ship the wrong product to a customer, you've got a dissatisfied customer and you've also got a product that's likely not coming back. <laughs> the, or at, at least if it does come back, the costs of returning it are actually significant costs. So the ergonomics and the UI and everything that we put together is really designed around serving that use case, right? Can we dive a little bit more into that? What are some of the specific things on the TC8000 and some of the other warehouse uh, devices and the, the software we have that are giving more visibility to that worker and what they're doing? And uh, really, even you mentioned the form factor, what aspects of that form factor are making that difference for them? Yeah, so there's a couple things, Dan, that, that um, uh, lend to that. Um, one, I mentioned earlier, you know, moving to Android is a much bigger value proposition than just moving OSs. Um, to have an operating system that's designed for mobility day one, 
I mean, the stability and performance that our customers see out of the Android operating system are significantly better than the legacy operating systems, which aren't ground up designed for mobility. Um, second thing is cloud, being connected. Um, you know, I would challenge anybody to uh, surf the web on IE 5.0. It's not a good experience, right? Yeah. Um, it's very difficult to even get anywhere on the websites. Um, so to have a modern operating system that's web enabled, and if you look around, you know, our ecosystem today, web has been, you know, most of the UI development screen work that, that customers have done. So to have a modern uh, cloud connected device the third thing, and which I think goes to your question directly, is um, is the ability to integrate sensors and messaging into that modern operating system. Today's, whether you're talking about iOS, Android, or even Windows 10, the modern operating system is designed to integrate sensing technology and to provide messaging services around that technology. And um, uh, early adopters that are truly leveraging the capabilities of that platform are getting worker analytics, they're getting edge intelligence that they've never seen before. There's only so much information about your operations that you can gather through a terminal emulation session. By harnessing the power of the platform, they can get more intelligence into their operations and they can drive efficiencies. And um, you know, when we launched the TC8000, it was around 14% efficiency. Where did that come from? Some of it came from the platform, the modern operating system, the sensors that we've integrated in there, but other parts of it actually came from having the ergonomics of a device that you could scan and not have to, um, you know, actually do things differently to see the item you scanned, to verify that it was the right product going to the right customer, just the ergonomics of the UI being tilted up in front of the user. There's a lot of efficiency to be gained there. Okay. And, you know, you mentioned some of the things around the notifications, the IoT sensors, and that actually rings a lot with Mark and me because we've been talking with some of the partners who are working with the Zebra Savannah platform, and they have been telling us stories about the use cases their customers are now deploying, where they are taking accelerometer data to know, you know if those devices are being dropped and tying that back into the performance of the device and the performance of the worker. They're looking at management of the battery. They're looking at location data to know if a device was lost, how to find that. And one of the more interesting ones I thought was even just using the whole notification system to reduce the actual app development time and just be able to send push notifications to a worker to give them either work instructions or in one of their cases, uh, talk about safety information if there is an alert and notifying them based on where they are in a location and what they needed to do. So I think it's really fascinating the things that are enabled through the Android platform that we have now. Yeah, I think the, the sensors deliver two, two aspects that you highlighted. Um, one is obviously the device health and well-being and how it's facilitating their tasks. But the other one is the worker process, the workflow, and the worker productivity. I think both of those deliver added value. With the change, you talk about cloud mobile. Um, and I always think of the example of your own smartphone. If it's Android, iOS, if you never connect it to the internet, it's like buying a 3310 from 10 years ago and you can play Snake. So I always think it's the same mentality 
when we put in one of these enterprise devices to allow that um, enabled, connected world um, into, into the hands of the user. But we then see there's some issues around security, around network optimization, and those things. Have you, have you seen um, a real shift in people's view on security over the last few months and years? Well, obviously, um, I mean, so security has always been a concern of our customers. Anytime you have uh, B2B operations where you have your customers' data in your operational flow, uh, security is important. Um, but certainly, you're right. I mean, when you talk about connected, whether it's sensor connected, whether it's network connected uh, devices, um, you know, the idea of security becomes really paramount to our customers, right? Ensuring that they're getting their patches deployed. Um, I think as the world becomes more and more connected in general, whether you're on Windows Mobile, Windows CE, legacy Windows or iOS or whatever, you, you can see that as the world becomes more connected, these security issues become more paramount and are making the headlines much more. Um, obviously, we, we've, uh, we don't take security lightly and we've, uh, we made pretty significant investments to make sure that we can uh, uh, deliver patching and security updates around LifeGuard, which is a program that we launched February of last year. Since then, we've released 268 patches around the LifeGuard program, um, realizing that there's roughly 15 vulnerabilities a month that we see in Android, um, and we um, um, and we want to address those vulnerabilities. Many of them don't apply for all of our customers, depending on the use case and how. So we don't force patches. We make it optional to them, and we make them be able to decide what patches they take, when, and how. Um, but that's been a very successful. And it's not just that we're following Android's patching and we're just bundling up what Google's already providing. We're actually providing the total lifecycle support. So if you buy a five-year device, whether Google's launching patches or not, we're patching it for you through that lifecycle. And that's very important. And it's distinctly different from what other vendors have done as they've uh, emulated our our strategy around mobility, DNA, and lifecycle. And I think that's really interesting because you look in the warehouse today and the average life of a gun in the terminal is probably longer than any other uh, industry or vertical we work in. So having that longevity of the platform, of the software, and the security patches alleviates a lot of the concerns we see from a, a security aspect. So, so Joe, um, yeah, I, I recently read a study that was talking about how some of the major device manufacturers have actually skipped and not done updates on some of the things that Google has put out. And some of them have even published that they did do those updates but skipped them. Um, what is Zebra's approach as Google is addressing each of the things, uh, the security fixes? Uh, how do we go through and do we decide, how do we decide which ones to address versus which ones not to address? Well, I mean, we, we address all the vulnerabilities when we package them up. We, we leave that up to the customer to decide which ones they want to address and not address. Um, we are the first, um, outside of Google on their Pixel, we were the first vendor to actually implement the monthly security program, um, uh, both consumer and enterprise. You know, we, um, I, I feel that compelled around security that it's that important that um, now 
how many of our customers are taking advantage of it and how many, you know, I leave that up to the customers to decide, but we'll do things even throughout the year to make that even easier to consume, uh, whether that's over the air updating and other things. But we want to make sure that we provide a vehicle to uh, create the most secure platform in the industry. Sure, and that's where having this connected world comes together because deploying a patch to 50 devices, maybe in a warehouse and maybe 50 sites with 50 units becomes complicated if you have to go and touch everyone. But having this cloud connected solution means one click, you could technically deploy your patch to everybody. Um, so that helps with that um, life cycle mentality as well. Well, I think that, that oh, the whole management aspect that you just brought up is a whole nother thing. You know, that does tie in with security and it ties in with the operating system. What types of things have you seen, Joe, that we have done and that we've done in conjunction with partners on the whole deployment and management of the devices? Certainly, deployment and management is a challenge. And I'll tell you that um, when you look at our legacy Windows Mobile CE world of customers, a typical customer profile is to target an application, they write an application, they test that application for six months, and they never want to touch it again, right? Um, certainly that's not the world we live in today, which is an agile, continuous improvement, continuous development. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole CICD kind of model is playing out in our customers. I was with a, um, a very large uh, top retailer last week. They're actually pushing updates to their application every day, real time, wow. across 70,000 devices that they have deployed in their operations, hmm. right? So, and a, a lot of our customers still live in that world of broken DLLs and crashed application, right? That world has changed by going to a modern operating system like Android, which is sandboxed applications, which is designed for that continuous integration and development and updating of, of those applications. Uh, but in parallel to our customers kind of bridging that chasm, which is a big effort that a lot of customers are, are going through, many of them have started going through that, um, we've spent a lot of time working with the MDM vendors, um, so the EMMs, making sure that management is a seamless experience and working very tightly across the updating process and uh, um, uh, putting the clients on our devices. Um, so all of our releases today actually get qualified with the EMM agents to verify that there's compatibility, that we don't break things. Um, I think there's still more work for us to do around that, and we're working closely with uh, Google and, and those EMM partners to make sure that we can deliver that seamless experience. Cool. Okay, I think if we just look at changing track slightly, and we talked a lot about the picker, um, in the warehouse, um, but clearly there's other areas and we've invested in tools and um, devices to fit those other areas. And I think about the forklift truck um, and you know, the prime example here is he's got a, a long range scanner on his device and rather than um, getting up every time to scan, he can use a long range scanner and scan. Um, what else have we done in the forklift truck area to, um, to help improve his productivity? Well, I mean, we just recently launched the VC80 Android, which uh, complements uh, the MC33, which is often used in the warehouse operations. You know, some of the things that we've done uh, 
you know, maybe kind of catching up on the last question a little bit. We platform across the portfolio. So if you look at the core um, OS image that sits on an MC33, it's identical down to the binary of what sits uh, on the VC80, um, right? So creating that commonality of architecture allows the applications to be written and seamlessly move across those which provides value to those enterprise customers who have to maintain them, support them, and that sort of thing. And that, that comes from the same example on the um, filmability side uh, with the 56 and the 75X, I mean that one platform to share. Sure. And now as well with a wearable, this Android, you've got an MC33, we've got a vehicle mount. Android now can run across all these different areas in the warehouse, so one application could run across all of them. Um, and you're not now limited to running Windows here, Android there. So it gives you that adoption migration into, into one path. Um, and another thing I'm seeing is around um, the tablet as well. I'm seeing the tablet being used um, in the warehouse. Maybe it, they could dock it um, in, in, a, in a dock for when it needs to be in a physical place, but then they could take it out and maybe use it when they're in a dock door, walking out to maybe the guy in the van to do a vehicle check as they're walking around and then put it back in a fixed location. So um, I'm seeing that use cases within a warehouse are expanding and with the different tools, um, accessories and devices, we, we're trying to bridge the gap on what our customers are trying to do. Yeah, I definitely think that the modalities of you know, mobility and mobilizing information at the edge of the network is, uh, is definitely a trend, whether it's across modalities like you know, tablet or wearable computing fa form factors. Um, um, people are looking for ways to drive more productivity and more efficiency into the operations. You know, how do I get to the next best action uh, for the user and how do I get ahead of that versus uh, having the user to interact with the terminal? Interacting with the terminal is not as important as getting to the next best action. So we're certainly uh, investing in, in technologies and capabilities that facilitate that. Um, I think you should also, uh, uh, it's important to recognize that the warehouse operations as we typically talk about warehouse operations are extending into the stores now. And the, the, those warehouse functionality of being able to pick orders, be able to ship them to the customer, put them in lockers, as an example, in the front of the store. Those workflows are identical to the picking operations workflows. So we're actually seeing a big trend where the back of the warehouse is actually extending to the front of the store through curbside pickup, through lockers, by online pickup in store kind of applications. A lot of that has been fueling the growth of uh, retail sales for us and this I, year. I think a great example I've seen it is when someone's used push to talk for uh, they're in the front of the store maybe a customer comes in and speaks to an associate they want to check maybe if there's any in the back of the store maybe there's none in the back of the store but there could be one in the warehouse and using push to talk they can cross collaborate very quickly very easy and seamlessly um, using workforce connect across these different environments so um Again, we're adding next level technology and functions onto the terminals. 
So, Joe, this has been a fantastic conversation. I think that our audience has probably learned a lot and seen some opportunities that they can focus in on to add more value to their customers. But I did want to just kind of close with if you have any kind of final thoughts or advice for software developers as they're working to build in the warehouse space or even with connected areas within retail, any kind of advice for them? Well, I think, you know, uh, first and foremost, the... uh, um, as an ISV or a software developer, right now is a great time to be in the enterprise. There, um, when you think about the whole concept of the now economy, you know it really embodies the idea of a connected worker, a connected customer, digitizing all my workflows and getting visibility to all those interactions, whether it's Workforce Connect or you know, voice collaboration or digitizing just the information and the workflows that they're driving. This is a great opportunity for our software vendors to uh, be thought leaders within those customers and help them uh, get to that now economy, that utopia state of being truly connected with the customer and the store associates and having them interact in a new kind of way to drive growth and business. So um, it's really an exciting time, I think, for our developers. Um, uh, My only ask would be get get off the Windows Mobile and take advantage of this opportunity because I think it it really is a unique uh, time in the marketplace and it's a great opportunity for customers to grow their business partners. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, working together with Zebra on a modern operating system, you know, together we can really help give these customers that performance edge that we're looking to. So, Joe, I really want to say thank you. This has been great. I really appreciate your time here and uh, uh, kind of can close out this podcast and look forward to talking to people next time. Great, Joe. Cheers. Thank you.